Destination Morocco is excited to announce our new supporters platform where you can show your support for the podcast. Since early 2022, we have delighted in sharing with you the best of Morocco. Great travel advice, cultural insights, conversations with fellow travelers, and our own personal recommendations drawn from a lifetime of experiences. After all, we are proudly Moroccan-owned and operated with the mission to be genuine and trustworthy leaders in Moroccan tourism. Now, you can contribute directly to the podcast and help us continue this mission. Whether five, eight, or ten dollars, a one-time or a monthly commitment, your support is greatly appreciated and keeps the podcast going strong. Follow the link in the podcast show notes or go to coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com and simply search for the word Morocco. See you there. Welcome back. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the top tips for travelers to Morocco on a budget. Welcome to the Destination Morocco podcast, the show that takes you away to the beautiful country of Morocco. I am your host, Azadeen Al Mustakim. In each episode, we explore Moroccan culture, history, attractions, and activities, real and practical information coming from experienced travelers and native Moroccans like myself. Our goal is to help travelers that are struggling with planning any type of trip to Morocco. Our company, Destination Morocco, builds personalized tour packages that will ensure you enjoy our country just like local. Follow us at destinationmorocco.co. And now, let's go exploring. Morocco is an amazing and diverse country with beautiful beaches, historic cities, and lush landscapes. But how much does it really cost to get there? How do I save money every day while I'm traveling in Morocco? If you're looking for a cheap place to travel but don't want to sacrifice quality, Morocco is a great option. The country is home to some of the most famous cities in the world. Casablanca, Marrakesh, Fes. Shifshawan, Hayt bin Haddu, and Mazuga Desert. But Morocco is not just about history and culture. It's also about food. If you're traveling in Morocco, you might find yourself so overwhelmed by all the delicious food that you forget about saving money. Luckily for you, we have some tips on how to save money every day. If you're traveling with us, whether on a group tour, small group tour, or on a private tour, Your breakfast and dinner are included on your itinerary. The transportation, we pick you up from the airport and we drop you off back at the airport or at your hotel or Riyadh when the tour is finished. Your car and driver are available for you throughout the tour. And in each city that you visit, for example, Casablanca, Fas, Meknes, Vulif, Bilis, Tangier, Warzazat, Eit, Ben Haddu, Marrakesh, We'll pair you with a local guide that will give you the ins and outs of the city in terms of history, culture, everything that you need to know. And also, you have an award-winning national certified tour leader that stays with you throughout the tour. 
it will help you with check-in and check-out from the Riyadhs or the hotels and make any type of recommendations for you where to go, where to eat, and so forth. You get water in your vehicle throughout the tour. The itineraries that we build, they're fully loaded, which means that you don't have to pay for any of the entrance fees. For example, in Casablanca, Hassan II Mosque, in Rabat, Udaya Kasba, in Meknes, Royal Stables, in Volubilis, the archaeological site, and then in Fas, you have the Najarin Museum, Madrasa Bu'ananiya, and Madrasa Tlaattarin, and then when you get to Marrakesh, the Majorel Garden, the 16th century Saadian tomb, and also the 19th century beautiful architecture of Bahia Palace. So all those entrances, they are prepaid. It doesn't matter what type of tour you're in, all you have to pay for is your lunch. Sometimes we buy your lunch to enhance the experience. In Morocco, it really depends on the city where you're at, but it should not be more than $7, between 5 to $7 per person per day. That's for lunch. The other thing that I would pay attention to is when you're traveling with other tour companies, it's really, really important for you to pay attention to what's included. Because you may see that at the front end, that the price makes a lot of sense. It's really cheap. But then at the back end of it, when you get to Morocco, everything you want to do will cost you a little bit extra and a little bit more. So initially, instead of paying you know, a certain amount, that amount maybe will double or triple by the time you finish your tour. Just those things taken into consideration. I know when making all your homework and doing the research, sometimes it's really overwhelming and you miss those small details. It can change really the taste and the experience for your tour. Some companies, they calculate the day that you live in either from, I'm talking about the U.S., the day that you live in from New York, from D.C., from Miami as your first day, when in fact it should not be your first day. So just pay attention to the detail. And also when comparing tour operators or itineraries, there's no such a thing as two identical itineraries. They're all different. So those are the things that I would pay attention to if you want to save a little bit more money. If you're traveling by yourself, on your own, as a solo traveler, first of all, let's talk transportation. Plan ahead of time with public transportation, especially buses, moving from city to city, and also trains. Another option is renting a car at the airport, which can be really expensive. It can add up. But if you split the cost with a friend that's traveling with you, it may not really be so bad. When you're doing the rental car, just be careful. Do it ahead of time, especially if you're traveling during the busy season in Morocco, because there's no availability. If that's the case, then you're going to have to be using small taxis within the city. Then the cost really, really adds up and you may end up not really saving much money. If you're traveling in Morocco during the summer months, which is between May and September, then expect to pay a little bit more, unfortunately, for all the accommodations and everything that you're trying to do because of the high demand. So how do I budget for my trip to Morocco? The cost of traveling to Morocco depends on what kind of traveler you are. Where are you going to stay? What activities are you going to be participate in? Are you going to do some hot air balloon? Are you going to do some cooking classes, quads, camera rides, and stuff like that? So that's really what adds up the cost of your tour. You can spend in Morocco as little as $150 per day or as much as $500 per day, or even more. So it really, really depends on your preference and needs, especially the accommodations, transportation, and food. If you don't feel like dealing with the public transportation and the hassle of renting a car, then just hire a car and a driver. 
and make sure they speak English. Obviously, they have to speak the language or whatever your language is. If it's Spanish, if it's Portuguese. So just hire a car and a driver and it'll take you around. If you're staying three days, four days, five days, he will be with you throughout the tour and he'll explain to you everything you need to know about each city that you visit. In my opinion, it's really worth the investment. Then the other second thing where you can save money is the accommodations. I'll choose between two. I'll go with Riyadh's versus hotels. Keep in mind that the Riyadh's are small, authentic, 19th century Moroccan houses. They're incredible. They're amazing. If you're traveling by yourself, two or three or four people, I would absolutely recommend staying at Riyadh. It's absolutely worth it. Then if it's a little bit of a large group or even small, the hotels have more rooms, have more accommodations, and they are cheaper always than the Riyadh's, or at least most of the time. The food also at the Riyadh can be a little bit more expensive than the hotel, and it is more expensive than eating outside. The other thing that I'll pay attention to is your budget. How much are you willing to spend at Riyadh? Is it going to be a premium Riyadh or a hotel, mid-range luxury or luxury? So in my opinion, when you're looking for a Riyadh or a hotel, stay at something that it's decent. Decent price-wise, I would say it's between $75 to $100. That's a premium stay. It's really comfortable. Place is nice, decent food, atmosphere, and you still get a really good experience. Now, if your budget allows for a little bit more, then you can upgrade to something between 150 to 250. It's a little bit luxury, but still not the high end. And then if you want to go something luxury, then look up 250 and above, depending on your budget. So if you really want to save money, the accommodation, the cost of it can really add up. And it will affect your overall budget for your tour. The other thing is when you're doing the tour as a solo traveler, a female traveler, sometimes you may think that I'm staying here, I'm doing five-day tour in Morocco or four days. Do I really need a tour guide or is the current driver are enough for me? So if you decide to have a tour guide with you, you can hire a tour guide just per the city that you want to visit, that you're more interested in. If you visit in Fez for one day, then you can have just a tour guide from Fez, show you Fez all day tour. You go into Marrakesh and you want to do the same thing, you can just hire that tour guide for that one day only. He doesn't have to be with you throughout the day. Or if you want to save money, personally, I would say the car and driver should be enough if I am on a budget. Those are the things that I would definitely look into. entrance fees. Now, the entrance fees, because you're a tourist, you always pay more. Unfortunately, that's just how the system is in Morocco. Let's say if I'm going to see the archaeological site of Volibulis, it's going to cost me 20 dirhams, which is the equivalent to $2, versus you, you're going to pay 70 dirhams, which is the equivalent to $7. So just keep that in mind as well. Escape to the exotic beauty of Morocco with our exclusive small group tours. Experience intimate group sizes that ensure personalized attention and unforgettable adventures. From the enchanting streets of Marrakesh to the serene beauty of the Sahara Desert. Forge friendships that last a lifetime while immersing yourself in Morocco's rich culture, vibrant traditions, and warm hospitality. Book your small group tour with Destination Morocco today. Experience the intimacy of a private tour at an affordable price. Go to our website, 
destinationsmorocco.com. That's destinations with an S, morocco.com. And reserve your spot today. How many museums and places per city that you want to visit? The cost can add up. The other thing that I get a lot of questions about is the food. How much does it cost? The food in Morocco, it's relatively cheap and it's really, really good. I'm talking about restaurants and I'm talking about street food. So for breakfast, for example, as a solo traveler, again, this is just for solo travelers. The breakfast should not really cost you more than $2 per person. If you go somewhere, if you get a bill for $10, $25, whatever, then you know they have overcharged you. For lunch, per person, I would say $5 to $7 is good. Good range for a really good, decent filling lunch. For dinner, I would say between $10 and $15, nothing over $20. Keep that in mind as well. Now, for the juices, the shakes, the smoothies, this should be less, I would say less than a dollar. Now, when you go to the coffee shop, if you get just regular coffee, most of them, they cost around, I would say, 50 cents to 70 cents at local traditional coffee shop. Now, if you go to some high-end coffee shops in a high-end neighborhood or at a hotel or a you know nice place, then obviously the cost changes and it can be an average of 20 dirhams, which is $2. So in comparison to the US, it's still a little bit cheap. As a solo traveler, definitely never recommend faucet water. In Morocco, they have their own local bottled water, which is good. It's very decent. It's called Sidi Ali, Sidi Ali, S-I-D-I space A-L-I, Sidi Ali. And they have a half bottle, which is 500 milliliter. It costs three dirhams, which is the equivalent to 50 to 60 cents. You can get it anywhere. One liter bottle of Sidi Ali costs six dirhams which is again, still less than a dollar. And that's what I drink. When I go home, I don't buy the small bottle because it's not really a good investment. I buy the big one and I buy a few of them. I think they sell them on a six pack and it lasts a long time. So that's what I would do in terms of the water. If you're going to shop in Morocco, just make sure you budget it the right way. Shopping in Morocco, it really depends on what you're going to get, the type of gifts, if it's a carpet, if it's something less expensive and whatever it is. Moroccans and bazaars, they love to negotiate. It's type of a game, but it's fun. They'll tell you the price, but whatever price they give you, they say $100, say, hey, you know, $20. And prepare to walk away and just have a really, really, really good poker face. Because they throw that price at you. They want to see what you're standing. If you're going to say yes, or you're going to say, okay, I'll give you $95. They still made a lot of money, you know? So it's the game, the art of negotiation. So that's how you do it. Be careful. Make sure they tell you the currency. I mean, this we have spoken with in more details on episode four when we did the scams to avoid in Morocco. And I would say just go back and listen to it. The feedback we have gotten from that episode, it's been amazing. And it helped a lot of people save time and money. I promise you, it will do the same for you when it's time for you to go visit Morocco. The other big thing for me is tipping. Tipping in Morocco in the 60s, in the 70s, it was a taboo. If you tip somebody, it's the equivalent of insulting them, really. And that's the culture that I grew up in. But then everything changed. In the 90s, the early 2000s, as tourists discover Morocco and people start to travel more to Morocco, especially from the Western US, the tip became part of the tourism industry and the tourism culture in Morocco. So 
yes, everybody's expecting you to tip. The misconception that I get and I hear quite a bit of, a lot of people, they think just because Morocco is a third world country, they feel there's no need to tip or they feel, well, I should give 5%. No, it's personally the minimum that you should really tip is 15% of whatever the cost. And if you don't know the cost, if you're traveling with us, we'll, we'll tell you what that is. You know, if you have a, a tour guide with you for one day, the tour guides that we use and the tour leaders, they're, they're really getting top dollar. They are the biggest asset in our company. We do take really good care of them. And we are extremely appreciative and very grateful for them and for their help. So that's the reason why you notice we don't push shopping because of the stigma of shopping, because of the culture of shopping. When you take a client shopping, everybody gets a kickback. We're not about the kickback. We are about you. We are about experience Morocco the way that we want you to experience it. So our culture and company culture is a little different than a lot of other tour companies. And we have learned so much in the last few years, especially during COVID. So we changed the way that we do things, in my opinion, for the better, because everything we do is, is really for you. And that's the reason why tipping, in my opinion, is really important. This is the way that I do it. I'm very fortunate to be in the U.S. and I'm very fortunate and grateful to be Moroccan as well. I'm in Marrakesh, that's my city. And anywhere I go, I know people. If I don't know them, I'm with somebody. I always go with somebody. I don't go by myself anywhere. I always go with somebody. So when I go somewhere, I'm well taken care of in terms of the service, in terms of the quality, in terms of everything. So we want you to have that same experience. When I go, for example, let's say too fast, when I'm not familiar with the city, to Tetuan, to Martil, to Dakhla, to Agadir, to many other places that you may not even heard of. What I do is if I sit at a restaurant and it's me, my family, or just me by myself, I tip first. When the server comes and I get the menu and I want to get some seafood or whatever I want to get, I give them five bucks discreetly. I give them 10 bucks, depending on how big the crowd is. In Morocco, the restaurants are a little different. Some, you get to keep your own tip. As a server, in other places, you have to share it with the rest of the restaurant. And I don't like that. That's why I give it to whoever is waiting on me between me and him or me and her. And I swear to you, you do this, you get so much more than just service. You get free drinks, you get free dessert. So basically, if you will just go and eat, it'll probably cost you more than just when you tip that waiter a little extra. I swear to you, they'll take really, really, really good care of you. And it worked for me. And I hope it will work for you. Anywhere I go, that's what I do. If I'm a restaurant, I just calculate and say, you know what? If it's just two of us, five bucks. I remember we had rented an apartment back in 2019 in Marrakesh. And there's a local place. There's about four breakfast spots that you can go and sit anywhere. They'll serve you breakfast and so forth. We go, the first time we went, it cost the two of us plus Imran less than five bucks. And I tipped the guy 20 dirhams, which is the equivalent to $2. Competition is really fierce. And if you have been to Morocco, you have seen this. You pass by and somebody will come to you with the menu, come sit next, come sit at my table, come sit at my table. Now these are four places next to each other. So guess what? Before me crossing the street, the guy that uh, you know waited on us yesterday, he's running. <laughs> he's coming back to us. He wants us to go back to his table. And that's exactly what we did for the length of time that we have stayed at that apartment. We went and had breakfast with the same place, with the same waiter all the time. Trust me, I promise you that $2, that $3, that 50 cents, it makes a difference in those waiters' life. 
it does make a huge difference. That's the way that I do it. Tipping, I know some cultures, uh, they don't tip. And personally, I have made the mistake not to communicate it to the client when they have visited Morocco. They thought that it was included already on the price. It's not included in the price, whether you do a group tour or whether you do a private tour, we'll just leave it up to you. And it's really a big one. The cheapest time to visit Morocco, so many people say so many different things, but in my opinion, it's between January and February. That's the cheapest time to visit Morocco. If you look at it in terms of air travel. The airline tickets are cheapest at that time. I would say if you're traveling from the US, you'll find something on sale, for example, between, I could be wrong, between 600 to 750 or $800. Now, if you're traveling from Europe, especially with Ryanair, they have some really good discount, but you have to keep your eye open. So you got to keep looking for quite some time. An airplane ticket per person can be less than $100, between 50 and $100 per person. One of the websites that I really recommend looking for deals is called Skyscanner, skyscanner.com. But again, if you're planning a trip to Morocco, just do it ahead of time. Do your homework, look for flights way, way, way ahead of time. That way you get really the best price. That's definitely what I would recommend. A lot of people ask me if they can use the US dollar, the currency as a method of payment in Morocco. I would say yes and I would say no. Mostly, I would say no, and the reason is because some hotels would want to take the dollar from you. The same thing with some bazaars. Unless you trust the person doing it, they may cheat you out of the exchange rate. So if you don't know the exchange rate, they may skip you a little bit of money. So stay away from it. Do as much as you can to pay with cash. If you're a solo traveler, the only places that I would recommend for you to use your card is the big grocery shops or stores like Marjan, Carrefour, and so forth. Those are really big chains. It's really safe to use your credit card, your debit card, the same thing with hotels, but avoid them anywhere else you go, especially when you go to bars. In the US, we are accustomed to, you go to the bartender, hey, here's my card, keep it open. Trust me, you do that in Morocco, that bartender the next day he's in Mexico. He's vacationing in Cancun, trust me. So you don't want that to show up on your bill. Just kidding. So those are the things to look out for and just pay really, really close attention to. In Morocco, the cost of living is reasonable in comparison to many other countries around the world. The Moroccan currency is called dirham, and we have talked about this also on episode four. The US dollar now is really strong compared to the Moroccan dirham. I'll give you an example. One US dollar now is equivalent to 10 dirhams. When we did the episode four, I think it was eight dirhams, close to nine dirhams or something like that. So now you can really stretch your dollar. If you're a traveling solo traveler, we can help you in so many different ways. You don't have to book with us. It does not cost you anything. You can plan your own trip. We can help you do it. We have the resources. If you need help choosing from accommodations, where you want to stay, for example, in Shifshawen versus if it's Riyadh and what type of Riyadh? We work with quite few of them in each city, and we know what the cost is in each city. Summertime, obviously, it's expensive anywhere you go. Riyadh's on the north side in Morocco, especially Fas and Shifshawen are the most expensive versus the south of Morocco. We can make recommendations, connect you with Riyadh's, connect you with the hotels, connect you with tour guides. If you want to do activities and things like that, we can really help you save quite a bit of money and save time in that regard as well. Just reach out via DM, 
messages through our website, destinationmoroccopodcast.com. Leave us a message or our Facebook page or Instagram page at Destination Morocco. And also, we want to hear about you and your stories. We want to hear about your trip that you put together for Morocco and that you did an amazing job in terms of budgeting. There's a lot of listeners, a lot of the audience, they can benefit from your experience. And I would love for you to share that experience with the listeners. This has been, I haven't done a solo episode since the scam episode. It's been fun and I really love it. If I have missed anything, please let me know so I can add it in future episodes. And in conclusion, you know, Morocco is a beautiful country. Moroccans are very welcoming people regardless of the scams, regardless of everything that comes with it, we still want you to come. We still want you to visit. We love for you to visit and have fun. We want to share our culture with you. We want to share the good. We want to share the bad. And that's the beauty of things. And then times go by and you're only going to remember the good things. I'm here for you if you need anything. My team is here for you if you need anything. And I'm very grateful for you, the listeners. I'm very grateful for everybody who have booked their tours with us. I really, really, really cannot thank you enough. I look forward to the next few episodes that we have for you. They're going to be incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on the Destination Morocco podcast. Our dedicated show website, destinationmoroccopodcast.com is where you can find all of our episodes leave a review, find our social media links, and even register as a guest. If you have been to Morocco yourself and would love to share a story, advice, or recommendations, you're welcome to participate in our podcast. Whether it's a five-minute story or a full conversation, we will guide you through the steps so that you can share your experience with our listeners. We will be back soon enough with a new episode for you as we continue our exploration of the beautiful country of Morocco. See you then. You have traveled the world, but Morocco's allure beckons you. Destination Morocco is here to create the perfect once-in-a-lifetime Moroccan journey, tailored exclusively to your desires. Let us craft an itinerary that unlocks the secrets of this mesmerizing land just for you. For a luxurious, bespoke Moroccan adventure of a lifetime, visit destinationsmorocco.com. That's destinations with an S, morocco.com. And let us turn your dreams into reality. Your amazing Moroccan experience awaits.